0: This is Robin from Dating After 50 with Robin and Julie. Tonight, we're going to talk about some of the so called dating experts that we follow and how things work for us or don't. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, welcome back. Hey, Julie
1: how are you robin doing great doing very good how are you
0: i'm doing great and i am so excited for the show because um, you and i both follow uh relationship coaches and i am part of a group um with you know specifically uh dating for ambitious women women with jason silver And, you know, we have a bunch of like relationship coaches that we follow. So, Mm -hmm. um, like, I would love to hear, you know, some of the things, the tips that you've gotten or some of the things that you've gotten out of some of the relationship coaches.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, in a nutshell, I follow three to four at any given time. um, And they all have kind of a lot of similarities, but then they all have their own little unique type of message or what they focus on. Um, So the first person that I started following when I first started on this after 50 journey of dating um, is a woman named Natalie Lou. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's out of um, London, actually. Um, And she's she's had quite a journey herself. Her story is very inspiring about how she got started. Um, And she wrote a book called... Um, uh, where I can't find it now, Mr. Unavailable and the Fallback Girl. Mm-hmm. And I bought this book, and I've actually bought it now for several friends, because I talked about it so much, and it's really um, a great book about, well, her whole premise is around baggage reclaim, meaning kind of ridding yourself of your emotional baggage. So I look at her as not only a dating coach, but also just kind of a relationship life coach Um, because it talks a lot about just what emotional unavailability is. And I really didn't know what that was until I started to experience it with people. Um, You know, just my marriage was with someone who was very emotionally available. And so when I started dating, I started encountering these people that just could not share with me what they were feeling. And I didn't know how to be with that. It was very hard for me to understand that. So I sought out this book. I kind of found it by accident at a bookstore and I read it and I, it just really resonated with me on a lot of different levels. So, you know, yeah. a reason why someone like me would choose someone that was emotionally unavailable. <laughs> so I know. It's, it's not always about the other person. It's kind of, why am I attracted to this and why am I continuing to pursue these people? So where is it for me that I need to look and change and, and work on myself?
0: Yeah. So. And that's really the hardest thing, especially getting out of a long-term marriage. And I totally know who you're talking about because I, I found um, baggage reclaim like while I was married.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And, um, it was like, it's rough to kind of like look at your own self and be like, why am I attracting these people? Why, you know, what is going on with me? But like you, um, I think I was always, well, not like you, um, just from this conversation, like it's triggering a memory of mine. It's like always kind of feeling like I was the fallback girl. I was always, uh, I don't want to ever call myself the side chick, but that's kind of what it was, you know, you know, like that was kind of my dating history, you know, right. Um, I never, I never felt like, and this is again, perception, it could totally be not true, but that's what I felt is that I wasn't always the one that was chosen. I was always the one that was sort of like the backup,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, right, you know, the, like the Supremes. you know, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be Beyonce now, you know, instead right. of,
1: yeah, right. I want to be the star. I don't want to be the supporting player. I want to be the lead character in this, in this relationship or in this role and that. Yeah. Um, so she has a blog, she has podcasts, she has books, she has all kinds of stuff. So I highly recommend Natalie Lou just for very good, basic kind of looking at why you choose this type of person, you know, your people pleasing tendencies, Mm -hmm why you are in these shady kind of relationships and really healing your old wounds. I mean, real, that's where it primarily stems from.
0: Yeah. And her writing's really clear too. And and describing what, you know, unavailable looks like, what healthy looks like. And, you know, people might think, well, what the heck, you know, like, you know, I, I had to look it up. I mean, when I was in my marriage suffering so much, Like I literally found books called How to Be an Adult in Relationships, you know, Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: and looking at like, you know, because I had no idea uh, from my history, from my parents' relationship, from my grandparents' relationship, you know, like all the relationships that I was familiar with, you know, just shouted, you know not what I want, you know, <laughs> you know but I didn't know that, <laughs> you
1: know? Yeah. There wasn't a consciousness around it. You just knew that you didn't like that. You didn't want that. Right. But I kept yeah. gravitating towards that because it was all I knew. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, she kind of helped me to learn about healthy boundaries and what mm-hmm. that meant in a relationship. And then this whole concept of no contact, that's a big um, topic in her writings and her, her podcasts and such is about if something's not working and you've decided it's over, it's no contact. That means no contact whatsoever. Yep. Because the minute you start to enter into something again, you'll fall right back into the, the pattern and then you find yourself you know, right where you wanted to not be again. So, you know, um, I like her style. She's very forthcoming about her own life and her own journey and struggles and just, you know, kind of, you feel like you're in it with her, but at the same time she really knows what she's talking about. So, she really does. Yeah, yeah. And I do like that,
0: you know, she, she comes from that place of experience and, you know, getting to the other side of it, you know, so, you know, hopefully by the end of our, you know, podcast run, <laughs> both of us will have, you know, wonderful relationships. So, you know, buckle in for the next five years, Julie. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Joking. I'm joking. Um, I hope I'm joking. <laughs>
1: uh, another one I've been following, not as much lately, but her name is Rory Ray. Are you familiar with Rory Ray?
0: Not at all
1: um you might want to look her up. Um she's she's actually someone that I followed initially a lot and then I kind of got to the point with a lot of these coaches you can get a lot of these things for free and then you get to a certain point where you have to subscribe to their their you know program for for a fee and that's where I kind of dropped off with her.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: but she has a mantra that was really and I used to have it taped up literally on my bathroom um nearer and it was uh, it's kind of a longer one it's it's a four-parter it's trust your boundaries um well her whole premise uh, her whole thing mission is to have the relationship you want so mm-hmm. in order to do that you have this mantra trust your boundaries um so you know what you will what you won't tolerate you know right um, follow your feelings because mm-hmm. your feelings are your compass in the world hmm Choose your words and that's basically putting your words to your feelings so that you can express what you're feeling accurately and then be surprised, which is kind of a a different kind of an ending for this. And that means kind of letting go of control um, so that you can be surprised and just be open to the possibilities and not having to know everything ahead of time and, and feeling like you have to have it all figured out. Um, so I found her very helpful. Um, she also has something called circular dating, which means that you keep dating until, you know, multiple people, if you can, or you want to, until someone says they want an exclusive relationship with Ah. you. So it's really a way to kind of keep things paced out at a level where uh, her whole belief is that, You don't owe a man a commitment until he has made the appropriate commitment to you.
0: Ah, that's that's a lot like the woman I love, Pat Allen. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and she talks about the same thing. It's like, you know, you you know, a man wants you when he's investing money, time, and energy, and when there's consistency. Mm-hmm. And when he basically doesn't want you to be seeing anybody else, right. and um, and I and I like that, you know, like that's been like one of my sort of turn the ship moments, you know, it's like wait a minute, you know, I've got to uh, think of this differently. Um, yeah, you know, because also being very strong and driven, and maybe have some control issues. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I want. <laughs> I want what I want when I want it, and um, it doesn't. And that's not the kind of actually that's not the kind of man I want. You know, like I want a guy who who does definitely puts the the time and energy to the relationship that he wants to have with me. And like I judge people by that now. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, uh, you're not putting it. You're not being consistent. You're not. You know, forget it. Yeah, you, yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm still learning that, I should say. I'm still... I haven't mastered that, but I'm still learning that.
1: And is that something that you start with, you know, when you've matched with someone, for example, online, and then you start to see them a little bit? Is that something that you're kind of tracking right away? That consistency and, and the energy and the... And oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even, like, you know, like with some of these guys who just want to have a tech station ship, you know? I hate that. <laughs> I... I
1: I didn't find that word. Text- Textationship.
0: ship. <laughs> it's like yeah, right, it, right. It's like you know, dude. I'm I get bored. I have like yes, I must yes. have ADD. I'm like bored, you know. And I'm like I'm sorry, but if you're you know, and I don't want to tell a guy to call me, you know, he should know. You should have to.
1: Yeah, that that should be something he wants to do anyway. Yeah, why would you have to tell a guy to call? I I know. Um, Yep. I think some of these guys are just bored and that's why they text. They're, they're not really looking for a relationship. They're just bored. Yeah. 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 And And boring. As you said, boring. (laughs) Oh God. Yeah. And so like, so
0: Pat, I love Pat. Pat's a little spitfire. So if anybody ever like, you know, wants to look her up, she writes a book called getting to I do and she has podcasts and all the, you know, stuff. And she's like in her eighties and she has a boyfriend and she's like, you know, been married, you know, bazillion times, whatever. But she's like, she knows her stuff. And like one of the things that like sticks out in my mind and like this is the thing that I don't, I've, I force myself not to do is I'm not going to tell a man, I'm not going to nag a man ever again. Yeah. I, you don't have the right to nag according to her. You have the right to reject. So yeah. I amputate, I reject Give them the hook, kick them to the curb, (laughs) heave ho on your way. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, and I do, I feel, I feel like adult men in our age group should
1: know how to behave towards a woman. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't know it by now, well then yeah, that's, that's a whole nother issue. Right.
0: Yeah. And if they don't want to be in a relationship, that's fine. I don't need to spend time with you. Yeah. You know, on yeah. my profile says, you know, it's how it says a little bit about me, and then about like the thing I have about him, about you says not allergic to dating or relationship. <laughs> it's like it's pretty simple, but there's more standards than that. But like I, I, I don't understand this sometimes.
1: Well, and I know for me, one of the most powerful things that I feel is when a guy has just kind of gone off the rails a little bit in in various ways. And I just say, okay, thanks anyway. Goodbye. Just, you know, no emotional reaction, just very and kind and nice. Well, I I see that maybe we're just not a good man, whatever. And it's just like, you know, you didn't get to me. It just feels good to just let them go and then move on. And yeah, yeah, no nagging just rejecting. <laughs> mm, a
0: lot rejecting a lot of rejecting
1: mm-hmm. yeah it,
0: you know yeah it, like I think I think I don't know if anybody's ever said to you like uh, this is like dating advice from friends that I cannot take it when they say this it, you know and I hope whoever's listening is not offended by this but you know <laughs> pay attention here it's like um Well,
1: you know, you'll find the one when you stop looking. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that in numerous times now.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, "Um, you would never tell somebody to give up on a goal or a dream that they have. Or, like, let's say they're unemployed. You'd never tell them, just stop looking for that job. You...
1: It'll happen. It'll fall into your lap when you least expect it, when you're not really trying. No, it won't. (laughs) No, it won't.
0: I'm a very proactive person. And and it doesn't mean that, like, I'm not enjoying my life. I'm totally enjoying my life. But I'm not going to stop looking for something that's important to me. You know, and I'm not going to stop being yeah. open to that. And I and I certainly am not the type of person that's just going to sit around at the beach just waiting for Prince Charming to ride up on his silver steed. Uh dra- dragon boat. <laughs> yeah, the dragon boat. <laughs> Although I do have a story when I first got divorced and I moved into my townhouse. I used to laugh about, yeah, the cable guy is going to show up. You know, like, you know, oh, yeah, they're just yeah. going to show up. And the cable guy did. Okay, so this... Quick, quick story. <laughs> so uh, my cable wasn't working because I just moved in. And right. so it, was very, it was around Thanksgiving. And this very attractive cable guy shows up. At my, <laughs> and I, you know, we're, I'm in my sweatpants. I'm like, whatever, you know, like I'm just, right. you know, yeah. I'm going through a divorce. I could freaking care less, you know. Yeah. And we're chatting because, of course, he had to be there or whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe I should put the turkey dinner in here because you're gonna probably be here through Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and then we start having conversations about like, oh, do like women hit on you? You know, so we had all yeah. these, you know, wow. we, and he's like, Oh, you'd be surprised and you know, women on the North Shore. And I'm just like, do tell, because I'm so curious, you know. Yeah, so- <laughs>
1: right. Spill so the I tea. said
0: So he goes, Well, you know, he goes, We could get fired if we do anything, you know, but there is a way to like, you know get in touch and I said well how's that and he goes well we have a test like call so we ask for the number and we give them ours <laughs> and you know where this is going right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so I get the test call and then I get a little note on my door saying would you like to go out on date you know the Comcast guy came calling and I, and I kid you not I was just like Wow, Lord! I mean, he was adorable, and no, oh, we did nice. not go out. But um, oh. <laughs> you know, train wreck days. I know, but, I know. But you know, I guess in some ways you don't
1: have to look, and somebody comes calling. <laughs> the <laughs> cable guy. It's a good story, though. I mean, yeah, nice to be asked too by the little yeah. note at the door. He was so cute. He really was. He oh. was like
0: tall and really hot, but. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> now, right table. about now, I'm kind of like regretting that. But anyway, um, well. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, the, that kind of advice is never like it's. You know, it it, it comes from a, a, a somebody I think that's already settled in a relationship and really uncomfortable with the fact that you know
1: another person is
0: a little down about not having that in their life. You know?
1: Yeah. 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 You have to see who it's coming from. I mean I get I get dating advice from people that have been married for thirty plus years. Oh what did like, they tell you? <laughs> Kinda of the same type of stuff, you know, like, oh, you know, just just get out there and, and have fun and you know or the same thing that you've heard, you know, it just don't try so hard, you know, just just don't don't go looking for it. You know, you can't go looking for love. It it has to find you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well Love hasn't
1: found me yet, or don't say no to any invitation. So God, go out with everybody. Right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think our dating coaches say that
1: though. No, they don't. No. What is one of your more about being selective?
0: Yes, and having and being really clear in your standards. I think. Yeah. So, what is one of your favorite? You know, what is your favorite advice that you've gotten?
1: Oh wow. Um,
0: like recently from, you know, from a dating coach or from a
1: dating know. coach. Um, that's, well, that's, a, I mean, there's so much swirling around in my head right now. I would say Matthew Hussey and we discussed Matthew a little bit last week. He's the, I actually found out he's 32, so he's a little older than we thought he was. He's um, still a puppy. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's giving us all advice. Right. God bless him. Um now I've lost my train of thought.
0: Well, um, I can tell you one from Jason Silver that I like a lot. Um okay. like when you're preparing for a date, um he has one where you um find an outfit. He calls it your supermodel outfit, but I when I think of supermodel I think of tall and thin and blonde and that's not me. So I I like kind of like my rock star outfit and you know, and um it's something that you feel really good about, you know, that accentuates parts of you that you love and want to show off. And so like when you walk out that door to go on your date, you you just feel like a million bucks. And I feel like I have a couple of those outfits and I love and I love that. And the second thing that he talks about is and pretend that you're like, you know, in the VIP room with the red velvet um, rope mm-hmm. around you. And that, you know, no, just like not just anyone has access to the VIP room. And so I do feel like I do like when I prepare for my date, I kind of feel like that. Like, you know what? You are not going to get this unless you are something special. So mm. that's one of the tips that I've, like, really, really liked um, that I've been kind of putting into play. I like that. Yes. my But, you know, like, I kind of think – I like Lizzo now, so, like, I kind of, like, do my hair toss and check my nails. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, if you're a jerk, I'm just going to go call a friend and go
1: out with this hot
0: stuff <laughs> that I am. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Which I have. You know, you know, uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it's like <laughs> – I'm not gonna waste all this goodness on you <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah and, and it's kind of
0: fun because it like does take the edge off of like oh yeah. is, he, is he going to like me um because I don't really care I kind of like am I gonna like you that's where I'm at yeah in, in this process at this age it's like you know everybody wants to be liked but I'm basically like well show me what you got Right. You know, if you want an entrance to the v i p room <laughs> you're gonna have to show up you should you should tell us about you're like the one guy that showed up like kind of a slob.
1: Oh, that was awful. I felt <laughs> so disappointed. yeah, I got myself you know I had a Sunday kind of late morning early afternoon you know coffee date, and so I had the cute jeans and I curled my hair and boots and a cute sweater and I showed up and this guy is in clothes that you would be wearing to rake leaves in your yard. (laughs) Dirty old gym shoes, big floppy jeans, a stained sweatshirt. Oh, Yeah. I mean, just not. I don't know. I mean, I'm trying not to be petty or judgmental, but he didn't make any effort whatsoever.
0: I know and that sends you the message that, you know, you know, he didn't, he's not putting in the effort. And like, if he's not going to put in the effort for a first date, can you imagine a life with this guy?
1: Yeah. Right. I mean, it wasn't yeah, no. important enough for him to, to dress, to impress in the appropriate way. I mean, I, I dress to impress, but in, in you know, appropriate for the occasion and the time of day and all of that. Um, so, yeah, it's indicative of how they're going to be showing up later on, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was disappointing. But, oh, I like – I love your tips. Those are awesome.
0: Yeah. I do like Jason Silver. I think um, he's got a lot of good stuff to say. He's here in Chicago. Um, you know, I, I like that he addresses, like, the ambitious women like like us, you know, people that are, you know, in the workforce. You know, we're just – we're doing our thing and, and we can be a little, um, I don't know. Uh, I would say intense in some ways. Like sometimes I feel like maybe I'm a little too intense when it comes to like, you know, dating and flirting. <laughs> and like, I want to like get more in the more relaxed receiving type energy, which is also a Pat Allen thing. Right. Just like, um, being very receptive because that's the role I want to be in, in a romantic relationship. I, I don't want to be the um, the intense, tough chick. The that driver,
1: could... yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, we talked a little bit about that on another show, but you know, so like doing, like taking tips from dating coaches and spending time and energy and resources, um, learning. Um, he's Jason Silver also has like the inside the male mind type thing and right. kind of kind of getting. Um more of insights on how men think even though I don't like it sometimes and sometimes I get like really ticked off because I'm like they're human beings just like anybody else you know
1: <laughs> you know um, but Didn't I do we interview a bunch of men that mm-hmm. you can listen to those interviews yes and yeah. you know they talk about like you know
0: a lot of things that were kind of interesting to me and for, like you know when to have you know, intimacy, some pe some guy, you know, our age group was like, yeah, whatever, you know, like we're adults, we could do whatever we have. It doesn't change my opinion, although I don't agree um, mm-hmm. that it doesn't change your opinion if you don't, you know, if you do that a little too soon. But, he, you know, a few of them said no, that that didn't bother them. And, you know, one guy actually did say that um, he would think that she was doing it with everybody else. And, yeah, you know, so it's kind of like, you take your chances there, but I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself back in the Pat Allen camp on that, um, you know, consistency, longevity and, you know, and ask for, you know, to be exclusive on their end, um, before I'm going to do anything. Yeah. 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 And
1: still not sure how to like put that out there, but, you know, uh, yeah, that's a tough one. It's, it's kind of a fine line, right. Um, and I've heard various kind of philosophies on that as well. And there tends to be a double standard with with men and and sex. And, you know, they're more than willing a lot of the time to go there. But um, Matthew Hussey just had something recently about this, that it creates this kind of false intimacy. So whether or not you have sex early on or not, you're still back at the initial stages of getting to know someone and creating that emotional connection, whether or not you've had sex. I mean, that doesn't fast forward anything. It just creates kind of some more confusing feelings because then you've got this physical experience with someone that could kind of cloud your judgment a little bit. Yeah. And and women tend to bond through that.
0: Um, whereas men don't. Right. You know, they they bond through like in the emotional connection and, you know, stuff like that. So like, I really was learning, you know, I'm learning a lot from Jason Silver's course and, um, you know, putting a lot of it into play and, you know, and, you know, hoping that it pays off and in a lot of ways it already has, um, because my standards are really clear. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so, and I like Matthew Hussey. I got to tell you, like, (laughs) so I like texting with this guy right now and it's kind of weird. And so like, I looked at, um, Matthew Hussey, like how to respond to some of these texts. And then I just get mad because I'm like, feel like I have to, uh, yeah, I don't know, train these people and it drives me absolutely bad shit, but I'm like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try (laughs) His, his technique. And so one guy, you know, like I could, he just kind of wanted kind of pushing the boundary as far as like wanting to talk, um, through text. We hadn't talked on the phone and being a lot more explicit than I was comfortable with. So Matthew Hussey said, the future me would, you know, after a few dates would be happy to talk this way. And, and I, and that's what I put out there. (laughs) I, I just took it right from Matthew. <laughs> and, um, and so his, like, his response was, you know, like, it, it was positive and favorable, um, because it wasn't like, I'm that kind you know, I'm not that kind of woman, Right. Even though, like, I, like yeah. steam was coming out of my ears. <laughs> I was just like, all right, I just try this technique. Um, but he's already this guy's already, I'm like bored with him already, so
1: yeah he's already been <laughs> discarded to the next pile <laughs> yeah but i figure i could work some of these
0: techniques on, yeah. you know some of these people that i'll probably never meet because they can't get their act together
1: well it really does kind of divide those that are interested in and in, and sticking with someone and and wanting to kind of make you comfortable and and be with you in that versus I can't deal with this. And I know I shared with you several weeks ago offline that um, when I didn't um, want to send someone some pictures and mm. engage in kind of the sexting, I was called an old prude. So,
0: oh, you are such an old prude, too. An
1: old <laughs> prude. So there you go. Old you. Anna prude. <laughs> yeah.
0: Except <laughs> if he hasn't seen you in your hot boots.
1: <laughs> That's true. And he would be able to see me in the hot boots potentially if he would just, you know, slow his roll a little bit. And I even kind of mentioned that. I said, you know, it's just a little too soon for that, but perhaps later on. And that same result as you, you know, just kind of that was that was it. So, um, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I just think to myself,
0: I I like and I might do this (laughs) is go, can I get your mom's number? And see if they'll respond. And if they say why, we're like, because I have to give her a call and tell her she did not raise you right. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's just the Scorpio stinger. But I'm just because like I just shake my head and I think to myself, oh my god, (laughs) who raised these people? I've got to know. You know, I just don't understand. Like, where did all this, you know, go downhill? Is it because it's all online? And I'm pretty sure like I like looked up some, you know, what what uh, tips they're giving men like, you know, and they seem pretty decent. So I'm like, what the heck, you know, (laughs) read an article in men's health or something, for God's
1: sakes. (laughs) Yeah, it's out there. You know, a lot of women complain that all the advice is for women and it's all, you know, stuff that we have to be doing. And we're the ones that are putting the time and the energy in. But there there are resources out there for men. And a lot of the stuff that I follow is. Some of it's unisex, anyway. It's just relationship stuff, and and just dating in general, right? Yeah, um, it's like be yeah. decent.
0: Just be decent. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> that's part of the hell part of this dating right. experience. It's like I, I people, men that I've come across, and not all of them, like because I think I've said it in an early show, and I and I've had really positive experiences. They just haven't worked out to the, you know, to where I've wanted them to. but the majority of them is just like I just shake my head and think to Mm -hmm. myself who who, what how did this happen like how is it you could be like
1: this that's a good question like how does it originate are there people that kind of perpetuate it like uh, that reciprocate and so they feel like it's okay Uh,
0: I don't don't know (laughs) I don't know, but I like, and I don't know if this is just a bad belief, and I, I should change it through all my you know <laughs> stuff that I do to change my beliefs. Is just like men in our age group have so much baggage, and they just have no desire wherewithal um, to to make the changes to like grow and to do anything to, about to, it. To do yeah, anything exactly. about it, yeah. and yeah. I don't buy that I'm set in my ways. I think I you know it's I choose to be right oh totally and
1: it's all the attitude and the willingness to look at yourself and, and gain some self-awareness
0: yeah. and
1: yeah and, and we can talk about that in a future podcast because I think that whole growth mindset and and that outlook like that is is critical in a partner and a relationship
0: for sure yeah yeah and then we'll be talking more about other tips that we get from our relationship coaches because you know what I think people need to hear it and They uh, may not know about these resources that we have. And just to kind of see like what, you know, some of the tips that we take and and take it to the field and (laughs)
1: see see
0: how it works out. But um, (laughs) field tested by Julian Robin. Yeah. Yeah. So an upcoming podcast though, I do have um, some exciting news. Um, (laughs) Oh, do share. Yes. um, Some of the men at my work have agreed to read some of the wild and wacky texts that I get from you men. So, oh, <laughs> so we're going to have men read texts. <laughs> How fun is that? It's so fun. Anyway, so can't look wait. forward to that. I can't wait because uh, I work with some of the funnest, greatest people. And uh, some of the men, just their faces when they look at some of the stuff that uh, comes through my uh, phone. Um, <laughs> some bigger than others (laughs) Um, that's another story for another day but um, yes I'm like everybody's getting on board like support our podcast so if you're uh, if out there thank you for liking sharing and supporting our podcast and uh, we will see you next time thanks again Julie for for being you
1: thank you Robin this has been great as always appreciate you